Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration, offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are, your hosts, Jordan Marshall, Dylan Weissman, and Mike Langser. Hello, world. And welcome to Thursday. Yes, we're back. We're, I'd like to say we're, we're in the 9-8. We're literally in the 9-8, boys. The 9-8. Episode 98. It feels good. Yeah, we are slowly creeping on that uh, se- uh, that Century podcast episode. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, we got to do something big and bad. We we slowed down because we had a big showcase. And we're going to get into it. We had a big showcase and they kind of derailed our focus. Um Hey, you, you wanted the episode to be filmed live at that showcase, and I put the – smash that real quick. You you did. I really, really wanted it. And honestly, knowing how smooth it went, I think we could have pulled it off. Uh, but, you know, next year. Our 38-minute breakdown, though, would have oh. taken a lot longer. Guys, welcome <laughs> back. We're going to ask that you share this stream live. Get it out there. We're doing it for you guys. Episode 98. We've got a lot to talk about. Dill, why don't we jump into it? Yeah, so um, I, I – I think that the title of our 98th episode is actually incorrect. We're gonna have to fix that because we haven't said, you know, volume concerns hit the news and it's wild guys. We just spoke about this, like, what is it? 10, 15 days ago. Do we about, predict the future? Um, Do we predict the future? It's crazy. About volume concerns at events. And now out of nowhere, there's this big news article about this wedding in New York uh, where the bride and the groom are suing their venue because of noise ordinance that they weren't ready for. And I was like, I was baffled by this. And I know we spoke about it in our meetings, but the long story short is this venue, um, you know, this extremely, extremely high-end venue, extremely high-end client uh, was having their wedding. And the venue was a hotel. And during the wedding, basically told the bride and groom's entertainment company that they had to bring their volume down to almost unrecognizable levels because we because got people, we guests. got people sleeping dill people are sleeping and i'm thinking to myself if you have a banquet facility in a in a venue like that aren't you prepared for stuff like that at least you tell the bride and groom that there's a noise ordinance of some sort but it, the article goes on to say basically that it was it would be one thing if it was like, hey, just lower it a little bit. It was like you could hear a pin drop lowered. And I felt so bad for this family because it was really put on them in the in the 11th hour. You know what I mean? Like they were like, in the middle of up, their vetting. That, that first part of the article said a little blurb right at the top. Keep going up. Keep going up. Read what they said here. The Newmans, the Newmans also said the hotel destroyed the wedding by failing to inform them that there would be a service, a limitation on the sound level. Can you imagine – like literally putting in writing that like your facility. Now we talk about this all the time, guys. Venue is a corner along with us. Entertainment, venue, photography, videography. These are cornerstones of your wedding day. The fact that one of your key pieces was said to have destroyed it, man, it's it's crazy. Like I feel like from there, you're like how how much how much worse could it get? <laughs> you know, I, I I just couldn't believe it. 
if I remember reading the article correctly, there was a management change or maybe an ownership change at the hotel when the couple booked the venue. There was no word of any um, volume restrictions. Right. And then as it got closer to the time of the party, management or ownership changed. And all of a sudden there was this restriction put on them. Um, man, that is just not fair to the millionth level. I, I mean, we, we, we deal with it. That's why we wanted yeah. to talk about this on the podcast. We deal with venue constraints often. Uh, you know, maybe there's a venue that has multiple parties going on at the same time. Maybe it's the next room over, they're doing a speech and we're in the middle of a hip hop set and they hear our bass or upstairs, downstairs, the downstairs chandelier is rattling because, Upstairs, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're pumping base. Or, or, Mike, it's just the location of the venue. Sometimes the venue's just located in a development or in, like, a residential area where, unfortunately, they, they get the, you know, the low end from, you know, the, the subs or, or the base or the sound. Well, you, so, you know, Jordan, you're right, but that's not what this article's about. I, I I'm, This article is about a couple that had booked a very exclusive high-end right. venue and had full understanding and they could kind of do what they wanted and then – the restrictions were put on. Now that's different than booking a party in your backyard or at a day camp where, you know, there's uh surrounding neighborhoods and there's an outdoor limit of 10 o'clock. Um, you know, what I found really interesting was all of the commentary that came along with this article of people saying, Oh, they're overreacting or this is a bridezilla. But the truth is this is what she booked and what she wanted. And she should get that expectation. It's almost like changing the menu on them last minute. Or saying, hey, you booked an air-conditioned venue and now it's no longer air-conditioned. Right. Like, that's just strictly not fair. Mike, uh, Dylan, I mean, like, while we're on this topic, uh, like, what suggestions we have for our listeners, for our clientele? Like, how can we troubleshoot this? How can you, like, maybe go into a situation that could possibly be like this if you booked a hotel or a place where people could stay, like a bed and breakfast type thing? What, what do we got to kind of troubleshoot? Well, you know what? You know what? It happened to me this weekend. I was at a, ve- a brand new venue who has never really done a high-end mitzvah before Mm -hmm. it was a small venue it was a very posh place that has a few rooms upstairs type of setup right uh and i was there was this woman in red who showed up at the event that i had never seen before in any of my coordination meetings and was like you need to turn this down i'm the boss here uh our guests are upstairs sleeping and i'm thinking that's not the catering manager that's not my client i've never seen you before who are you like and and my party's rocking here, and I'm thinking like, who do I who do I talk to here? Am I my on behalf of my client, on behalf of the venue, on behalf of the strangers that I've never met before? Who am I working for? So my my recommendation for families who are put in a situation like this is pretty simple. I think that you have to hire professionals who can handle and defuse situations like this, and we did. I, you know, apologized. I, I lowered the appropriate sound levels that made a difference because we know that low frequency travels differently than high frequencies. I angled speakers inward so that it stopped blasting out towards public areas. And all of that seemed to have worked. But the point is that the party's continuity was definitely compromised because of these relative issues that were put on by a third party. So I think Game rule one is you have to find vendors who can deal with pressure situations like this. I'm not to go to our own horn, but we know I, I get it. But I actually go one step further because Dylan, you're hitting a lot of great nuggets here on, on, on cool takeaways for people to kind of be in the know. Let's go one step further. So this, this is happening while you're performing, you're getting feedback from the client, 
from the, the, the venue as it's happening. Hey, listen, this isn't what we signed up for. This has to come down now. You need a drastic change. Like, well, how do we, you know, how can we kind of navigate those waters? I'm going to jump in for a second and, and, and say that on-site day of is extremely difficult to deal with. If you know in advance that there's a situation you're walking into, and, and I, I know I have one coming up in a few weeks, just like this, at a hotel where the original management promised, have fun. The, the new management is saying downstairs can hear all of the bass. So, you know, at 11 o'clock at night, you're limited. We're now, we're, we're now Newton, uh, handling that. We're, we're navigating that as a team. We've got the event planner involved. We've got the venue involved. And, and as a DJ, I'm trying to be a little bit neutral. You know, I'm trying to be a little Switzerland, but at the same time, you know, I've offered solutions to the family. I said, hey, maybe the last hour we play games for the kids and, you know, we're not pumping music. But their, act- their response was, we want the last hour to be high energy. You right. know, so then uh, it's not on me to fight with the venue, but I did say to them, well, then, you know, I, you really need to talk to your catering team and, and work something out. I, you know, on site the day of, I, I, the most awkward thing, and we've all been there, you know, the three of us in this podcast here, Absolutely. we've all been there when somebody comes over to you with a sound meter that probably has no training on how to use a sound meter and shows you an arbitrary number because they're not using the meter correctly. And says you're doing your job wrong and just you know attacks you. It, right. And as an entertainer, there's nothing worse than somebody just taking the steam out from underneath you when you're you know, we're, we're like a marathon runner, we're running, we're running, and then all of a sudden they just trip you in that last mile. And, and like you got to get back up and perform. That sucks. Agreed. So I don't know if there's a, a solution on site day of. Okay. I think you got to be able to play. I think you got to be able to play well. I mean, like, think about like when we were back in clubs, right? Like, we would, we would, you know, oh, can you play this song? And this song is terrible. And we nod our head yes and say we're going to do it. And we make minor adjustments. But at the end of the day, we service our clients. And unless we were informed ahead of time of different rules, like, I know that there is, um, I know that there's a, a pretty decent number of venues today that have their own sound. Um, that have their own sound built in. And that's because they have special noise ordinance uh, either locally or internally. And for that reason, for that reason, uh, you know, Hey, we got to play on their turf, right? We got to be ready to play by their rules. But if it's blindsiding us, we service our clients. We service the families that book us and we service those who uh, are are asking us to perform in a certain way. And sure, we're going to be accommodating, but it's not going to be at the sacrifice of our abilities to do our job. Right. I'm going to share advice now, and then I think we should jump to our next topic and recap our showcase. Cool. But but that topic, the, the advice that needs to be heard, I wish I could like scream this out to the world of mitzvah planners and, and clients, but know your venue, know your limitations. If you're booking outdoors, ask these questions and don't get sold, you know, false information. Like if you're booking a party that's outdoors and there's a neighborhood behind, ask for them what are the limitations are the limitations, and then get it in writing because when the cops show up if the cops show up to a party at, at 11 30 at night and tell you to lower it or somebody's going to get fined well who a who gets fined the venue right. or the family and you know who some who venues try to put it on us yeah yeah i, I can think of times that you know the cops just come to us as the dj and say guys yeah. lower it and 
you know, what, what do we do? You know, like it, right. it's a weird situation. So know the limitations. Jordan, you mentioned venues with installed sound. That's really important. Um, it's one thing when you go to a venue and you tour it and they turn on the sound system. And you're like, wow, this is impressive. But is it that impressive when there's 200 bodies in the room also? in uh, Jordan, you and I were in uh, Buffalo, New York a couple weeks ago, and luckily we brought our own sound system despite what we were told because right. we were told there's a killer sound system. But it was great if you were having a gala and you need background music. It wasn't right. great for a high-energy dance party. Um, and the last caveat that I really want to share, we hear this all the time from clients, it doesn't need to be so loud. Like, we get that. But energy comes off when you feel the music. And, and, and the term feeling music is so important because you truly, you feel the bass, you feel the energy, it pumps you up. I mean, it's the same reason why, like, an aerobics class, you know, the music is loud because you're, you're feeling it. You're, you're, it, it just exudes, like, uh, energy. Music has to be loud for it to be fun, but loud and distorted are different things. Screaming into a microphone is not ideal. You know, uh, harsh sounds coming out of speakers are not ideal, but a good loud concert, you know, as an example, is a great um, comparison. You know, you, you could still have a conversation, but you're feeling that energy. So I, I'm, I'm pretty passionate about this right now for the reason yeah, no, it's volume listen, has to be high at certain times, too. It's honestly a topic that we get asked all the time during, our, I know during my initial discoveries, that's probably top five questions or top five topics that people bring up, you know, like, Hey, you know, volume's an issue. Like make sure you monitor that we've been to parties where we can't hear anything. So it's yeah. definitely something I think is going to keep, uh, I don't want to say plaguing, but it's going to be an ongoing topic in our industry. Yeah, and, for, and you know, for, I think we gave a lot of solutions in, in yeah. our last episode, episode 97 of, you know, keeping guests further from the speakers and right. timelines and all of that. So we're, we're not going to rehash that, but, the point of this episode was know your venue, know the limitations. And I used the comparison before about air conditioning. You know, that hits home because, I, you know, I, I've been at venues where the air conditioning stops working. It's a very similar situation. You know, if you booked expecting loud music or you booked expecting, you know, air conditioning, air. And that doesn't work. <laughs> it affects the party. I, I, we booked cool air for this event. We booked. I, we, it happened to my wedding. Video. We have a wedding video that we did in Cape May and all the guests – are doing this and, and their, their, their fancy shirts and everything are off and they're literally in t-shirts doing this because the air conditioning broke. And that, in my opinion, destroyed that wedding because we as entertainers couldn't force people to dance because they were sweating just sitting. Right. So right. you got to know what you're getting yourself into. It happened at my wedding. It happened at my wedding. Uh, my wedding had uh, a massive change like week of, and it was massively disappointing for us. But uh, we still had a great time. Uh, but that's just like, you know, the nature of me and my family. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have fun in a paper <laughs> fun in a paper bag. Um, oh, all right. So we are now halfway through our, our episode 98. On to the uh, fun and gun. The fun and gun. All right. Ready? I'm going to show a photo. I'm going to show a photo. And then Jordan or Mike, I don't know who I should give this to. Uh, you know, I'm going to give it to Mike. Mike, I want you to give me the three sentences about this photo. Ready? You ready for this? Here we go. Damn. That, 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 that's the one word. Just an hour ago, somebody said to me, I can't believe your team is that big. And I, it, seeing this picture is so humbling because that's not even the whole that's team. The whole we are team. missing a fair amount of people. Yeah. Um, and, and all of the technicians that were involved in pulling this showcase off, 
they were downstairs setting up games when this picture took place. So, Jordan, really you started this company started. in your parents' basement. You talk about it all the time. Looking at this, there's probably 20 or so bodies in this photo, and there's another maybe 20 that's missing. That's explosive entertainment. That's a wild thought. There's my oh for you. Jordan? Yeah, I'm going to piggyback on it and just say that not only uh, is it nice to see that we have such depth, but everybody's so energized, the smiles, the reactions, the personalities, man. We have such dynamic brilliance on this team, um, and everybody you know, brings their own special secret sauce, whether it's production, dance performance, uh, you know, whether David Crucero, who's doing, you know, mentalist and magic stuff that we're going to get into in a second, DJs, MCs. We have so many different levels of entertainment, you know, like it's not, we're so much more than just, you know, DJs and, and dancers and MCs. So it's nice to see the depth in that each role and each person is so well represented and they do it with hustle and with energy and excitement. So I'm just, I, uh, it's I just funny. counted. There's 25 bodies in this photo. So that means we probably had somewhere around 40 bodies in total at this show representing explosive. Right. Not to mention another, the team that was out with me. So that was minus another five. You know what I mean? So, I mean, like we, it's, it's crazy. Um, so, and- so what we failed to do because we're terrible cool at podcasting cool to see. is what you're looking at right now for those who are listening after the live stream is a, a group photo of everyone from the explosive entertainment team set up on stage at our Super Bowl showcase, which just happened last uh, Sunday, right before the Super Bowl. And to give you an idea, this is our Super Bowl. I mean, we've talked about it a couple different times now, but this is our biggest show of the year. And this is an opportunity for families to come and get a glimpse into the hottest new trends at Bar and Bot Mitzel Planning. They get to see our talent perform live. We surround them with great vendors, whether it be uh, catering, whether it be, uh, you know, enhancements, whether it be event planning and decor, we surround them with all what everything they need for an awesome celebration. And what you're looking at right now is a photo of all of those, uh, all of our staff that was performing that day. And it is, it, it looks fun. The people in this photo look fun. And that's what I take away from a photo like this. It's like a culmination of just fun. Um, so we're going to kind of take you guys on a ride here, uh, over the next 10 minutes of what you could have seen and expected from our Super Bowl showcase. And in the next two weeks, we're going to be dropping a couple teaser videos. But let's get into it. Uh, so, Mike, let's talk about, um, you know, some of the uphill battles that happened right before we even started our show. Snow. Everybody's worst nightmare. <laughs> Whether you're planning a party yourself or we're planning a showcase, snow sucks. And that's New Jersey. It's 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 the winter. It's February. Um, but we saw a couple days in advance that there was a risk of snow, but it was like one, two, maybe three inches of snow. Well, that's not enough to shut the world down and it's not enough to stop us from doing what we do enough to make it aggravating while loading in and out, but that's about it. Sure is. Um, but I think it was enough to scare away some people from attending. So, uh, we will be releasing video as Dylan said, and you know, you're already looking at some of the photos. Yeah. of the day for those that missed the show that pre-registered and didn't attend man i really wish you uh just brushed that little dusting off your car and showed up because the roads were perfectly fine and we had an incredible incredible afternoon um i think that was my biggest challenge you know that was just uncontrolled it was you know it's just new jersey in the winter 
It was almost poetic. It was beautiful. Like it was the type of snow that was coming down so softly. Like it's almost like you wanted to stand outside and be like, wow, it's sunny and it's snowing on me. It was so poetic almost. It was very um, pleasant to watch. It was, it was very pleasant yeah. to watch. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I maybe here's a question for the audience to to let us know. You know, Super Bowl Sunday has always been our traditional showcase. We've always done Super Bowl showcase on Super Bowl. This year, Super Bowl was one week late, and right. we heard from a lot of people that they just couldn't make it. They had ski trips or other things planned. You know, it generally works out to be a great day for us because we're slower. We could accommodate the date, uh, and venues are slower. They could accommodate the space. But is the Super Bowl Sunday from 12 to 3 the wrong time? I'm going to throw that question out there. It's a good question. Yeah. And you know what? We might even have to get those comments for it you know, when we repost this. And we, that's a that's a really good one to see what's better for your schedule, guys. Because ultimately, you know, this the Super Bowl showcase is a combination of a lot of things. Combination of obviously our talent, our creativity, you know, turning over a venue. Um, shout out uh, to, you know, our, our good friends and, you know, the team that rocked and rocked and rolled for us at Bridgewater Manor, man. They were awesome. So great for us. And, uh, you know, a lot of things have to come into, you know, perspective. So if you guys think it's a, it's better that first weekend, please, please let us know. That would be huge for us. Um, Dylan, what did you have any personal uh, trials or tribulations that kind of were offsetting or kind of put a derailment, not a derailment, but a little bit of, you know, hesitance on, on some stuff you were doing? Um, no, I'm going to spin it to a, a positive, if anything. Um, I was thrilled to see the people who did come mm -hmm. were into it. And Super they were ready to celebrate. And that is so refreshing to not have a showcase over the last year. And look, we we started together in summer of 2019. So I had one crack at a showcase um, with the, with Explosive uh, in 2000, um, 2020, right before the pandemic, you know, squashed us, right? Um, but I was thrilled to be a part of this more in full than I had in the past. So... Let's kind of go through, Jordan. Let's yeah. kind of go through um, what what happened the day of. So, um, guests guests were registered in. They checked in, and when they registered, they were automatically entered to win a prize. Um, we gave out. I think I calculated over five thousand dollars worth of event enhancements. Awesome. So anyone who registered had an opportunity to win something. We gave out, uh, you know, special effects. We gave out discounts off of packages. We gave yep. out, um, you know extra enhancements on top of things and it was really and great from that perks, perspective. special perks for new bookings too for people who, who were yeah. with us so so the first thing that happened is you registered right. then you were escorted by our team to and you saw the photos earlier you were escorted by our team to all of the games that we had featured the day of all the games and i'll uh, i'll back up to kind of walk you through what those games were but you know at the end of the day it was a room lined with fun enhancements that, you know, you could book for your event. So we had basketball games and snowboarding games, and we had, you know, power pong. And all of these games are great accent pieces to be both branded and, uh, you know, themed to your event. So I think cool. that's really cool. George, did you have a favorite enhancement uh, you know, game wise that was in this room, man, you know what? I, I love that soccer pool. Like the soccer pool is just such a cool looking, uh, element. It's just so different. It's striking when you come in, obviously, if you guys are familiar with billiards, it has the same exact look to it, but the whole idea is being done with your feet, treating it as a soccer game. So, um, I also like this enhancement a lot because it's a, it's a group play. It's a bigger group play. Whereas sometimes, you know, we have clients all the time that are saying, you know, Hey Jordan, Hey Dylan, 
What do you guys have that's cool to add on to accent my event that's great for groups? I love this, especially, you know, obviously you have to um, know your your venue and know the uh, the hall that you have booked and knowing the, the space that they have allotted, um, if this something like this would work. But I do also like the fact that our um, soccer pool uh, at, uh, enhancement is also able to be broken down. We can almost make a half out of that that you see there too. So it is moldable and adjustable based on size. Um, I just love it. It's, it's a really cool piece. It's, it's almost like uh, um, a piece of decor as well as interactive uh, play. Yep. Yeah, uh, I, I, I loved it. And everyone really, it was really well received. And my favorite part about all these games, again, they keep it branded. So like we can get specific balls to match your themes and colors. Yep. Uh, all the plexiglass on the side can be decaled out with your with your logo. So this becomes a really cool pop piece we talk about. Um, another one that I really loved was this. And this was brand new. It was the VR ski, uh, the ski lodge. And I've been seeing more and more ski themed events. Mm-hmm. And VR is becoming- in the winter. Yeah. VR is becoming so, so popular that when you put on these goggles, uh, these VR goggles and you, and you hold onto the handsets and you get on this like parallel ski thing, it's, it was so much fun to watch and you were really immersed in this thing. And my favorite part about this is it was a quick play and it was, uh, so you got hop on, you got 60 seconds to ski down the slope and then you hop off and someone else joins in. Right. Um, and then when you want to go back and try it again, it's a brand new lift. It's a brand new run. So it's not the same run every time. So it allows you to have a different experience every single time. And I thought that was really cool. And that's huge. Um, so then, so all the guests were, you know, were able to go and see these, these enhancements and they were serenaded by um, uh, NRG, our acoustic trio, um, which I'm trying to, there they are. So I love the acoustic dynamic of live music for cocktail hour it sets an entirely different page and it allows you to complement your high energy dance music up uh, upstairs uh, or rather in your main room. So right. NRG was coming in with popular pop songs, but built in a, an acoustic way. Yeah. It wasn't overpowering, but it was great. And we're very, very proud and they, of NRG. And they ran the whole band. Dylan, they were doing stuff from the 70s, 80s. I heard them do a Backstreet Boy cover. Like they were really mixing it up. So it was yeah. cool to get that that whole level of play in there. So there's there's that soccer pool again. So yep. all right. So now guests were invited upstairs for the for the show. All right, and we're gonna get through these these games a little bit. The guests were then invited upstairs, and they were greeted by an awesome setup. Uh, and the setup was you know a huge video wall, you know awesome uh, elevated stages, kick ass sound. But really, what was the shining star here was the Asteratubes, George. So they they're were. your favorite things. What 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 they are Asteratubes? They and, are. And what and why is it becoming the new hot enhancement for lighting? Well, you know what? The funny thing is, and Mike actually brought this to my attention. There's a company out there that's called Astera, and these tubes were originally used to help light photos, right, Mike? Like to help light up like backdrops and television and video is, is right. really what they're intended for. For production. I mean, we we kind of hit the the little mystery jackpot here as, as DJs and entertainers, whereas this throws off a super bright, exciting light show that you can actually have controlled to move to the beat of the music, different patterns, different scenes. Um, and as you see the top there, right above uh, uh, our crew, right above Dylan there, we um, have the ability because they're wireless, um, we can kind of set them and place them in different shapes and designs and give you guys a completely new and different lighting look. Um, lighting, uh, I, I feel, and I, I'm not to speak on, on your guys' behalf, but we feel um, 
adds a lot to the atmosphere, um, you know, just uh, right underneath the music. So you got great music going. The next thing that you bring to that dance floor is an amazing light show that can really help tell that story, whether you're doing great dance music, maybe you're trying to, you know, really put some cool emphasis on a, on a first dance song, like a, a mother son or a, a father daughter. Um, those Astera light tubes are, are the new move though. And they're, they're going to be an exclusive, uh, you know, thing here with explosive. Uh, I think that we're probably one of the first misfit companies to be doing it. And now that we're putting it live for everybody, I'm sure we'll see them pop up all over the place, but, um, this is a great enhancement that you could actually add on to, uh, your package. I've actually, uh, been in talks with a couple of clients from the showcase that were super interested in them. So, uh, definitely a home run for your, for your lighting, for your event. I will, I will put it out there that we are, we're using it as our explosive enhancement uh, category. If you're familiar with our packages, we've used it as an explosive enhancement. Um, anyone who calls up their event coordinator uh, for, with explosive and mentions the podcast. Yes. How about we discount, how about we discount these tubes for them? I like uh, it. If they, if they mention if they mention the podcast, let's like just see it. if people are listening or if we're just talking like for it. ourselves. I like it. And um, you know, let's run it. We'll run it for a full week. to our next, our next episode, you have to our next episode. I'm with that. Um, I'm with that. So we'll see. Uh, and and I don't know, man. I make those Astera tubes look good up there. <laughs> um, all right. So organically, Mike, people came into the main room, and I don't even know what happened. We weren't even supposed to have a dance set, but then this happened. Talk about what's going on here. Man, we had like a Soul Train dance-off thing that just kind of happened. Uh, um, you know, we, we spend a lot of time putting a – timeline together of what the showcase could look like and we were going to start off a little bit more mellow with the trivia game and then go into the magic performance and then from there like jump start the party and the party just started like and you know for every client that says i don't need dancers shame on you like what happened here was our dancers created a party that we didn't even know was ready to be created. I, we didn't have all the audience in the room. We weren't on our it time. Actually, it was the time, Mike, when all the MCs, me, you, Dylan, we were all talking to clients and selling. The dancers started this. So, again, like you said, you're saying that you don't need dance motivators or igniters, you might want to think about uh, it. I came into the room thinking that we were going to have to, like, you know, do something to get everyone's attention. And everyone was on the dance floor, and I did not understand what was happening. That's we're ready to go. <laughs> So it was, so it was wild, and I and you know what, like that just shows the electricity of the personalities on the staff, and they were ready to go. I mean, the first two hours of the show is playing games and talking to people. Like we were holding them back. So the second that guests came into that main room, it was like flipping the light switch, and they just went. So we played a little game to break the ice um, with you know the guests. We we played our kahoot, which featured all thick facts and ideas about bar and bat mitzvahs and explosive, and it was led by um, you know one of our up and coming MCs, and it was it was great. It was awesome because uh, the families got to experience what a different level of interaction could actually be when you put a little creativity to it. Uh, and then Mike, you took the stage with uh, with Jamie Perez. So what what happened then? Uh, we gave away prizes. <laughs> I mean, everyone likes free stuff. Free stuff, We gave man. away a, a ton of prizes. Um, and we, you know, announced, for those that didn't already know, that Jamie is not just the dancer that she's been for a long time, but she's now an MC and a DJ. She's This girl wears a lot of hats in the company. Uh, so everyone who won was super excited about what they won because we gave out some cool stuff. We gave out a lot of great enhancements. Nothing's I, I think I calculated. Winner. I love excited winners. 
uh, it, I would say that we gave out probably about $5,000 worth of event enhancements and, uh, and everyone who got one, it was really happy about it. So, uh, and then probably one of the shining moments of the showcase, <laughs> Dave Crisero, our mentalist, Mike, what, what happened? He, you, you, there's no bigger fan of, of Dave Crisero than you, Mike. So why don't you, why don't you walk us through and look, we are, we are at the 31 minute mark of our, of our podcast. We normally try to keep it around 30 minutes, but we knew that this was going to be a special episode because we were going over our showcase. So thank we'll you guys for tuning a in extra, a little extra, a little extra. We'll, we'll give you guys a little bit more. So what happened here? So I, I want to describe for those that are listening to podcast, not watching what, what we're looking at right now is a photo with uh, David, the magician standing on, one of our three stage platforms to his right was a child to his left was an adult. And he performed this trick where he went behind the child and tapped her on the back twice. And then asking prompting questions said, you know, the, the, the child and the adult had their eyes closed. He said to them, you know, raise your hand if I tapped you and the adult raised her hand. Now, David was nowhere near, nowhere her, near. Ever, 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 ever. Um, and then, you know, how many fingers? Show us how many fingers if you've been tapped once, two, three times. And at the same time, the child who we saw him tap her raised her hand, two fingers up. And then the mother raised her hand, two fingers up. How he does these things blows my mind. And, you know, besides them being freaked out, the audience that watched it, including our own staff, was like, oh, my God. It just – I was actually standing with – um Carissa from the Bridgewater Manor, and she's just like, this guy's really good. It's all she's she's really, really good. Now, while this was a stage show, for the first two hours, David walked around and was doing sleight of hand magic in a, like a, a strolling type of setup, which is great for cocktail hours. It's great for uh, dinner time. It's it's what I would call a, an extension of the entertainment. It doesn't all have to be, you know, crazy high energy, clap your hands to the beat type of, right. uh, of, of entertainment. There's other ways to entertain. And this was one of the, one of the highlights. So we're very, very proud to have David on our team. D Dylan, I was explaining to somebody this morning, my favorite part of the showcase was the change in dynamic. You know, we've done this Super Bowl showcase many times. And it's always a high energy performance. And generally, Jordan, you and I start and just talk about the history of the company, or we used right. to explain the different types of lights, and you know what a video wall is all about. But in this show, we showed so many cool things from this magician walking around through Vince, the characterist who was doing uh, what we call eye sketch. He's literally on an iPad sketching people. Um, we had, you know, three different live musical acts. I know you touched on it before. From the NRG trio to NGBX, you know, on the piano, and the the last piece was when Justin, our DJ, comes out and rocks on a guitar. We didn't like, get there yet, Mike. To show that dynamic and just the personalities, the styles was just wild. All the different things that we could offer. All right, so so I'll take this next part, Jill. I see where you're yep. going. Hit that. All song. right, so. So the next the next part, and we're going in chronological order, was yes. we had a mock mitzvah. We showcased all the different, uh, you know, little peaks and valleys that come with mitzvahs. Right. So we basically had our cocktail hour in quotes, right? And then we had our uh, our grand entrance. So Mike right. P did our grand entrance. And yep. what did we feature that was different than we've ever done before? What happened? Man, we had some really cool signature pieces going on. So like right there, you are getting a first look at our newest uh, – grand entrance party props 
Um, and these are something that honestly, when you think about it, might seem so simple. But when, we, when I tell you that they have such a great impact to kick off your event and have such a great impact for pictures, uh, for just really lasting memories, like gigantic words like you're seeing there, like Mazel Tov or, you know, uh, uh, Mitzvah Gang, you know, like cool stuff that you would almost see at like a high-end nightclub in like Miami or, you know, in New York City, like these big grand entrances. We use those Astera tubes to help, uh, you know, accent the grand entrance for our Bar Mitzvah Boy. And, you know, what we found is that a grand entrance really is the foundation for letting everybody know that you're here to party, that this mitzvah, I don't care if you've been to, you know, 10 other bar bot mitzvahs in the last 10 previous weeks, this one's going to be different. So when we think about our grand entrance, Dylan, I know, you know, you do myself, you know, our MC team, when we're trying to, you know, come up with a cool way to get our bar mitzvah boy, or our bot mitzvah girl into the room, we want to make it as signature as possible. We're looking to do something unique, um, something that's really going to, uh, you know, grab everybody's attention right from the get and be like, wow, this one's different. This one's going to be something extra special. So, yeah. So Mike P and there's no one better, you know, made this kid who's never met, who's it's not his bar mitzvah, made him feel like it was his bar mitzvah. Nobody knew anybody. That was the best part about it. A bunch of strangers getting down with each other. Can you imagine if they knew knew their crowd? So MC Mike P led this entire, you know, entrance. We brought out our LED robot, which is so Super Bowl, right? Uh, and every, and it was just so much fun, right? Like you can just tell behind that mask was a big smile. So Amazing. Mike P, Mike P is a pro's pro. He is so good at what he does. He's articulate. He's high energy. Um, he is likable, and he's not he's not the type of person who would intimidate you, right? Um, where that happens a lot with big personalities, you know, you feel comfortable around Mike P, and. I think that that's great. You know, here's a, a father and son duo like up there on stage because Mike P asked them to, right? Yep. Like just because he said so. And they've never met before. So good good for Mike P for really bringing this thing home. So after a grand entrance, we normally have a small high energy dance set. Right. And one of the shining stars of the, of the day was Samaj. I don't think I had anyone say that Samaj wasn't some of the, the best parts of this showcase. So Samaj, um, you know, really just came in and did a couple songs. He did an old school song and a new school song. Yep. And he did it with flavor and energy and everyone was involved. Everyone loved it. Uh, and any Dylan, thoughts Dylan, about Samaj? Yeah, yeah keep, keep right on him for a second. I just want to, anybody watching or if you guys are going to tune into this later, uh, you know, and, and catch the replay. Samaj is arguably our newest and upcoming rock star. Um, so I will suggest that if you guys are interested in him, he's booking super quick. Um, this is Dylan's, uh, you know, right hand um, is totally a testament to uh, Dylan's training and, you know, his end from the, the Philly and PA area. This was a recruit that we were privileged to have uh, through Dylan coming on board. And Samaj has been literally like like wildfire catching on here in our area. So, again, guys, you know, um, I, I know that his name is starting to spread throughout the area um, with planners, with venues, uh, with the family. So if you are interested in, in a talent such as this, uh, get on it sooner than later. So Samaj came in, kicked butt, and then we passed it off to, to Jay Burke. One of the OGs. Who is, another, who, who is an OG. He's been doing it forever. Um, you know, and one of the things that, that this Jersey market didn't get to see before was Jay is primarily in the Philadelphia market, and he ran a Hora with a bunch of strangers at this showcase, and he did it so well. With full compliance. They didn't. Everyone, every, people were like, yeah, I'll celebrate with a person I've never met before in this Hora. So Jay built a Hora. I don't pick up my own kidney, Sarah. I'll pick up this stranger. Let's do it. Right. 
So, uh, it, you know, we made this kid feel great and Jay was so much fun. We used, we, we came back and used the Astera tubes and the LED horror chair and the, uh, and the signs, uh, the marquee signs to make that's, sure that everyone. And that's a great thing. That's the other thing guys that you're going to get from our, our product here at explosive entertainment. We're going to do our best to make sure that any enhancement that we try to, you know, suggest that could uh, help excel your event is going to be reusable or something that we could like bring back um, at another point of your party to where you're getting great bang for your buck. You know, I, I sometimes I feel like we, you know, have certain uh, enhancements or extras that people see Dylan that, that only get, you know, a certain uh, specific time for use, you know, to where it might not justify spending that kind of money. So while we do realize we're not the cheapest entertainment company in the world, we try to make it that whatever you're going to book with us is able to be used and reused and, and kind of reincorporated all throughout your event. Exactly. So then Nick Pooch came in, stole the show killed it uh, right then and there. Um, and what I love about Nick is that he's so handsome, but he's also so eloquent mm-hmm. and that's so hard to find. So he was able to talk to kids and adults in a way that made them feel excited and comfortable. And I think that he did a great job, especially because this was his first showcase with us. Uh, yep. You know, he's been a dancer and a tech yep. with us forever, but you know, this was his first moment to shine as an MC and he absolutely shined. Any thoughts on Nick? Yeah, man. It's really great to see the next wave of, of like explosive entertainers, you know, like obviously when, you know, the, the, when the phone, you know, rings right now, primarily there, you know, people know who they know, whether it's, it's you, Dylan, myself, you know, uh, Mike, Mike P, you know, the, the staples, the guys that have been doing this forever. It's so cool to like hear the phone ringing and, and see the emails come in for guys like Nick and, you know, and for guys like Samaj and to see that next level of explosive entertainer that's coming to the table with that energy, with that hustle and they're younger. And they're young. It's great to see they're but man, they have their whole career ahead. And it's just so cool to see where they are at right now. I wish I could like fast forward five years. I mean, these guys are definitely the future of not only explosive entertainment, but the bar and bat mitzvah industry, you know, in our area. So it's cool to see it. So then uh, I had the, my first privilege ever to actually perform last time. I did not get to perform. And, and right. now, and now I'm performing here. And so. you shut the place down. So I got an opportunity to actually do a a, a little small performance, but uh, well, yeah, you know, Dylan, we got to do this properly. I'm going to take the, the take the reins here for you now, guys. Dylan's being completely modest right now. Um, this uh, Dylan's performance uh, piece, his little section, was actually one of the highlights of the show. And the reason being is not only is Dylan as a dynamic performer and passionate, but him and uh, our lead uh, technician, lead DJ, and, and also our warehouse manager, uh, Justin, who's a key piece on our on our explosive team, came up with the idea to put together a mini rock concert um, for everybody. And it was such a cool look. Uh, obviously, Justin, being a very accomplished musician in his own right, um, is amazing on guitar. So Dylan had the idea to kind of take his MC performance and pair it at that point with, uh, with um, Justin's uh, guitar skills and we got something one of a kind. I mean, where have you ever seen at a bar mitzvah, just out of left field, all of a sudden a wicked guitar solo come ripping in. And all of a sudden it's all eyes on the guitar player and the bar mitzvah boy. And there's just a rekindling of energy. Um, not that at that point at the end, people were over it, Dylan, or like being like, okay, we get it. You guys can entertain. But this was the thing that brought everybody back. We know we, we purposely had Dylan close out the show on purpose um, to make sure that, you know, he could grab that energy one last time. But complimenting it with, with Justin right here and making for a really cool moment and something that was super, super unique. Like if you have a musician in the family or a bar mitzvah boy or a bat mitzvah girl that's into music, guitar, any sort of rock kind of theme, this enhancement is right 
up your alley and it's something that nobody else is doing. So it was honestly one of my, arguably my, my favorite part of the show, Dill. You, you killed it. You guys were awesome. So good. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that you felt that way because it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, to give you an idea, it started with We Will Rock You. So it was very Super Bowl themed. And then out of nowhere, Justin was shredding on the guitar. And then he went into Pepas, yep. a high energy dance song, which then mixed into the song that I was going to perform to. So it was like seamless all the way through. And and you guys would never know that that was only our second time doing it. We test drove it the night before, less right. than 12 hours before. We test drove it at our last event. And it, it had great, it had great feedback. So, um, so I, I was very, very happy to be a part of the performance. Really cool, man. And, and, you know, just to kind of put the, uh, the end stab on it. Then after that, we kind of culminated and, uh, brought everybody back together, took the opportunity for, uh, Dylan to kind of introduce our entire team or, you know, a good portion of our team. We were still missing some, uh, some of our, our roster performers, as Mike said before, uh, but it was a great way to end the show. And, you know, I love this too, because this is a great opportunity for you know, our families to really see the personalities and see how dynamic everybody is, and just have a conversation. You know, sometimes I think that people get under the impression that you know it has to be so like 150 miles an hour in your face. But some people are having such a great time just talking to the talent, getting a sense for their personalities, and you know what they're all about, and you know how long have they been dancing and performing. It was just really, it almost felt, it did feel like it was like one big family. Like everybody wanted these entertainers and the whole vibe to be so much more than just, Hey, that's my DJ in the corner. You know, like we really did. I feel like we made, you know, extended, uh, you know, um, partnerships in our family, you know, with, with, with the families that attended and with our crew. So it was just a really good feel good day, man. It's awesome. So you're absolutely able to check out the photos that we were talking about on our explosive Facebook page. Uh, there is on our explosive Instagram, a very short reel that was created. Oh, to, little 60 uh, second sizzle. 60 second sizzle to see what, what, what you missed. And then in a couple of weeks, you're going to see a full recap from our video team. So, uh, I mean, look, it was a great show for those who were there. Thank you for being there for those who weren't there. You missed out. Um, but, uh, you know, now, now, we turn the page. <laughs> now we turn the page and, and figure out what we're going to do next to push the envelope, Jordan. It was, it was so much fun. And what I think we failed to realize, uh, or failed to mention rather is mm -hmm. you hopped off a plane. Oh, to get there. That's right. That's correct. Jordan Jordan and his team was in New Orleans uh like Saturday night performing at quite possibly the most uh the the most VIP event we've ever done. I mean, these yeah. guys were unbeknownst, we had no idea, but yeah, it these was guys, uh, these guys it was like Rockefeller type people. It ended up being uh, a very exclusive bar mitzvah for uh, uh there's not many Jewish families in New Orleans, so you know. The fact that we were able to, you know, put our stamp on this one was amazing. Uh, we worked with a super uh, awesome planner out there. Uh, her name was Susan, um, and she has her Z event group out there. Hats off to that entire team. Uh, they were seamless. So, yeah, eight hours before, I was uh, rocking in New Orleans, jumped off the plane, came straight to the show, and that that's it, man. And then we, we do it door to door. Always exciting so here at Explosive. So I, I think that that doesn't go on un, unannounced un, because it was wild to think that you were in a different time zone. That would have been my uh, restriction know. that I was worried about. But thank God you were in a, the, the flights were on time. <laughs> you, you were in a different time zone before, like eight hours prior to you picking up a microphone. So that was cool. Yeah. So you got to be proud of that, man. There's a lot to be proud of. There's a lot to build momentum off of. And I'm looking forward to this spring season. Uh, closing thoughts as we've gone now. 17 minutes over our uh our timestamp here 17 minutes over but it's a it's all for you people mike closing thoughts a after he's unmuted 
He's unmuted. He's on. He's muted. Yes. Yeah. Let's try that again. Closing thoughts. We'll edit that out. There you go. You're you're really a stickler with our timeline. You're back. You're back. You, you, y'all y'all got, can hear me now, right? Yes. Yeah. I got plays to be, Mike. Ah, okay. I see both of you got a refrigerator in your background. You're both working out of the kitchen. Where do you got to be? I Listen, I, all I have is time, baby. I'm That's good. right. <laughs> um, you know, j- just picking up where you just left off, um, I thought what was so cool about the show was we had a plan A and a plan B. You know, if Jordan can be there or not, like, you know, showbiz, you got to be prepared for anything. And not that we ever had any doubts in Jordan, but we had doubts in the airlines. I mean, like, this, especially this, with the snow, the snow that hit that morning. Yeah. Um, so, you know, recapping this entire podcast, the volume concern issue that we talked about early, definitely something to, you know, make some notes on and, and you know, ask your venue if it's uh, a concern. Um, if you, if it is of any concern, get some answers in writing. So you have some recourse. Uh, the showcase, man, favorite day of the year it really is for me it's so much work maybe my favorite day of the year is when it's done and and we can celebrate (laughs) it is so much work but it's so unbelievably rewarding to see it all come together see the smiles on the family's faces um i wasn't even home yet when i my emails were just blowing up thank you so much for having the showcase this was amazing i feel so connected to my mc my kid is now excited about the party like that's why we do it. I mean, of course we do it to make sales, but we really like the, the the benefit when the family says, now we're comfortable. Now we get it. Now we have our vision. Like that's what this is all about. And man, just so cool. And and kudos to the whole team for just synergetically putting it together and, you know, having a flawless day. Agreed. And, and I'm just ultimately blown away guys. In addition to this podcast at that, how we continually put out fresh content week after week. For anybody watching this, for anybody watching this podcast, tuning into Explosive Entertainment, if you're looking to choose your entertainment company, do your homework. You know, we're obviously out there. Not only are we out there, but we're out there in different states, different parts of the world, uh, weekend after weekend, and we're getting it up. By that Monday or Tuesday, you're seeing a recap. You're seeing a folder from the five or six bar bot mitzvahs that we did. You're seeing, you know, weddings if we had it. You're seeing corporate stuff. Everything that we, this Super Bowl Sunday showcase, which in its own right, should have taken two, three weeks to get all the content back. And we're literally, you know, pulling, you know, long hours, you know, to make sure that we get this content out to you guys. So you have up to the minute and up to date options, ideas, whatever the big trends are. And that's something that, you know, hats off to all of us, man. Like really, I think we do a good job of, of putting out continually week after week, fresh content. So take a look at your entertainment company. If they're not posting, if they're not live on their, on their social medias, if they're not doing stuff like this, maybe ask a couple more questions. So um, you know, big hats off to the team. I thought it was a great teamwork effort. Super Bowl was a huge success. And uh, if you missed it, like Dylan said, we're gonna be throwing up a whole bunch of recaps, a whole bunch of edits uh, to show you guys exactly what you missed. And obviously all these enhancements and the talent is super exclusive with us. So feel free to give us a call, get that booking rolling. We know you got those dates. Those Mitzvah dates are out. They're live. They're out there. Book your talent, baby. Cause we're going, we're booking it. What are we booking? Is it like 2023 and 2024 now? So I got I got a 2025 phone call today. It's happening. I didn't know that's a. I didn't even know that was a real year. Two things happened today. I got a 2025, and I got a South Carolina job. Uh, all of which happened today. Were they so, the same thing? Were they one and the same? That would have been really no. cool. Ah, no. Jeez. So, all right, guys. Well, that's that. Uh, episode 98, uh, done and dusted, and let's tie it up. Tie it up. That's. I'm trying, Jordan.
Um, so thank you guys so much for, for tuning in on behalf of Jordan and Mike. I'm Dylan until we see you next time. Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see you real soon. Peace. Bye.